Hi, good morning. Welcome to King Worldwide. My name is Lisa. This is my dad, Roy. My name is Roy. And we are on part J as in Jesus. This is so much fun. Hi, Adam. Hi. Okay, so I'm going to let dad go Part J as we continue with our prescription for dreams being fulfilled. Yes. Three ingredients that we have covered from A through J. And that is number one, feed on the word and meditate on the word. And number two, and that is to uh, cap <laughs> contamination as we adjust our studio here. Mm -hmm. Cap contamination, but more specifically to significantly restrict the input of natural thoughts coming to our mind. And then number three, praying in the spirit, which is where we are right now. So... Praying in the Spirit. Glory to God. Praying in the Spirit. Let me get, let me just kind of talk about me for a second. I'm so excited that y'all had a good weekend. Oh, we had a great weekend. I know you did too. Awesome. <clears throat> for years, I've deposited the Word into my heart, and I thought that I had a high level of faith. <clears throat> but, and this might relate to some people, but when I realized I was depositing almost an equal or greater amount of natural thoughts from the world system, I understood the phrase, fear contaminated, fear tolerated is, is faith contaminated. contaminated. So when we allow now, fear, doubt. So, so why is that? At least we gonna give you a verse in just oh, a am? second. Yes, I am. It's because the, uh, the, the adversary has jurisdiction over all of our natural thoughts. So any natural jurisdiction thoughts, of dumping them in, yeah, bombarding it, us. It, with that. Any natural thoughts that are coming in is that the vast majority of them are contrary to God's word. So therefore, that is, uh, and natural thoughts come from the fear tree, doubt, unbelief, worry, etc. On our website. So, so therefore, is that fear tolerated? Natural thoughts, fear based, tolerated. Is faith contaminated? Poisons the faith. Now here's the here's the first scripture reference we have for today. It is Second Corinthians ver, chapter four verse four from the NLT. Satan, who is the god of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. Don't get caught up on where it says those who don't believe because that would have been us and we would have missed this. Right. Like before right. when we were in the word and we were saying, oh, I believe, I'm a believer. But if we are not able to see the glorious light of the good news, peace, right. freedom, faith, then there is a veil. It just came up. If you, if you want to kind of picture as far as a seesaw and you have... You have God's word coming in, that's sitting on one side, and you've got natural thoughts coming in on the other side of the seesaw. Which one is dominating? Because that's going to be the one where that particular seat on the seesaw is going to be closer to the ground. And then people are saying, well, um, I am in a job, you people. Why don't you understand that? Well, we do. So we're trying to tell you to be open minded because you can do you're supposed to do your job and assignment sure and it's talking about personal entertainment what rather pleasing self like when you're doing your job you're speaking naturally but you should be led by the spirit and it's fun 
But what do you do in downtime? You got to check all this. You got to scroll on every social media thing for entertainment. Sure. Are you scrolling for scripture? That's, you know. Well, it's. Uh, I'm just telling you that's what what I experienced. So we must willingly, and joyfully implement number one, feeding on the spirit, feeding on the word, and then number two is to cap contamination. But that's if we want victory in all yeah, areas. But I mean, those two by themselves, in my opinion, will not generate the fullness of God's blessing mm -hmm. in our life. We must activate number three and number number three, as we've talked about, is pray in the spirit. Right. Now here, here's the second uh, Bible verse that uh, we're gonna read today. Second Peter chapter one, verse <clears throat> three from the NLT again. By his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We have received all of this by coming to know him. By coming to know him, the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. So, all things, I'm going to repeat this phrase when I, when I made the outline because it made an impact on me. All things that we would ever need and desire are wrapped up in the Holy Spirit. Yes. All things, and we're going to give you a verse for that, all things that we would ever need and desire mm -hmm. are wrapped up in the Holy Spirit. Let's give you a verse for that. Is that the 1 Timothy 2? 1 Timothy 6, 6 17. Apologize. 1 Timothy 6, 17. Okay. Teach those who are rich in this world not to be proud and not to trust in their money which is so unreliable. Their trust should be in God who richly gives us all we need for our enjoyment. That's NLT. There's a lot of different verses on that, different translations yeah. that say give us all that we need, right. all we need for our enjoyment. You might have, in the King James, you might have heard it as that uh, trust in, the, in, in God who gives us all things richly, richly to, to enjoy, enjoy, not to love. And, and that, that was the distinction I've, heard years ago Brother Copeland made as far mm -hmm. as things, loving things and enjoying things. God made everything available, provided everything for us. To enjoy. As Lisa said, for life and godliness, everything we'd ever need in life, 2 Peter 1, 3, but that is to enjoy. It's already been, it's already been yeah, done. Yeah, we only love God and people. Right. So as we listen to and obey the Holy Spirit, all good things become ours in the earth. Yes. Now. Yes. Let's get to... The Big Daddy? Yeah, let, let's get to this. this. This was cool. Well, when he says amplify, that means there's no... Dis I have to do with that, one, which I'm glad. Ephesians right. 2, 8, amplify. Right. Great, great, the preamble to this. Grace is the free gift of God. Now, let me define grace just for a second. We've heard, you've heard unmerited favor. You've heard free divine gift of God's power to enable us that we can do things that we can't do on our own. And then here's one that I heard just, uh, not heard, but saw last week that Lisa retweeted from Brother Copeland is that it's saying, grace is God saying, here is all the good stuff that I have to give you. Here is all the good stuff that I have to give you. Faith is saying, thank you, I'll take it. Yes. Okay. And this also is another definition. For it is by grace, God's remarkable compassion and favor drawing you to Christ, that you have been saved, actually delivered from judgment and given eternal life through faith. 
And this salvation is not of yourselves, not through your own effort, but it is the undeserved, gracious gift of God. That's Ephesians 2.8 Amplified. So grace is like his gift, his gift to us right. that, that draws us to Jesus Christ, the anointed one and his anointing. It's the anointing that destroys the yoke. It's the anointing that breaks bondage. See, I like the one that you retweeted from Brother Copeland. Well, I didn't memorize week. that one. Yeah, well, I looked at it two or three times. <laughs> I didn't memorize that either. I wrote it down. Is that when it when it says that grace is God saying here is all the good stuff that's what Jesus did that I have to give you yes and then faith is saying thank you I'll take it and if we don't we're we're not he wants to bless us I think of my dad wanting to bless his children and grandchildren he gives and he does things with compassion like this says in favor. And if we don't receive it, it's kind of insult. It's very insulting. Sure, sure. It, you're not wanting anything. That's just it's love, and you sure. want to give it, and that's how God wants with us. And so it was easy for me to take it from God because I learned how to take it from them, and then transfer. Okay, this scripture, Ephesians two eight, reveals that the grace of God rules all rules human, out rules out all human toil. Let me say it again. This scripture reveals the grace of God rules out all human toil. Do it yourself. Do it yourself. It requires only faith in Jesus. Catch this. Oh, this, this is a good one. Any mixture of human toil. Human effort. Violates grace. Any mixture of. Of human effort. Whoa. Or toil. Violates grace. Or trying to figure it out. Trying the to word do it yourself. how is a bad, is a word that will tell you, if, if you're asking how do I do this, that is a usually a preamble to toiling. Right. So lastly, we, we learn about God by reading and studying and meditating the written word, which is number one. The Holy Spirit leads and guides us and reveals God's will for yes. our personal lives. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit tells us exactly. He he knows God's plan for our life, and so therefore, he'll reveal it to it to, to us. us the more we come to him, the In more the we lean on him and let him to guide us as compared to in my own mind, trying to do it myself. Or looking out and saying, well, this looks most successful. This looks most successful. Oh, that looks good. They're doing great over there. That is, comparison is so not going to get you anywhere. I'm going to give you a simple example oh. at the at the end that uh, happened to me just last week. But the verse that I, I want us to uh, kind of highlight uh, on just this part of the topic is Jeremiah 29, 11. We can't say names. Okay, Jeremiah 29, 11, NLT. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. Nothing in there says to toil, struggle, not know what you're doing, try to figure it out, do your own thing. None of that. It's, it's about laying it down and letting him lead. Letting him lead and just, and just rely on the Holy Spirit. That's why the, we talked about earlier we could do number one and number two but to get the fullness of God's blessings, we have to add number three. And to follow his plan, we have to be easily led, in summary, taught and managed by the Holy Spirit. Now, easily led is... It's a challenge because the human thoughts are the ones that are the bombardness 
because we yeah. can uh, because we can do most things ourselves, and so therefore we have a tendency to gravitate to that and cut out the Holy Spirit. So how did you learn to, uh, it was a decision probably, decide I'm going to allow the Holy Spirit, and you kept practicing. I, want the, I wanted the fullness of God's blessing, and uh, I knew that that was the formula. Eventually, is that I knew it was God's, for, it was God's formula, and so therefore... The fullness comes with the fellowship, really. Yeah, it does. It really develops you're not gonna a, get the relation, fullness. relationship with Jesus. Right. Yet. You're not going to get the fullness if you aren't fellowship and friends with the Lord because you can't understand him. Let me give you a simple example. Last week, we, uh, we have uh, a couple of uh, contractors that I'm talking to about different things and uh, talked to one last week. And uh, he gave me, he and his wife's name, and I wrote it down. And and then I said, uh, just quickly, what was his last name? He, he mentioned, but I, I didn't pay any attention to it. I just did, I knew the first and last name. So a couple of days later, I was doing Big Four, and you listen to the <laughs> broadcast. And that came up as far as uh, what was this contractor's last name? And so I thought a little bit, and I didn't remember it because I really didn't give any attention to it. Glory to God. And I could have looked it up. I could have Googled his company. I could have done everything. I said, no, I'm not going to do that. I am going to be led by the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Just the last thing that we said. Easily led, taught, and managed by the Holy Spirit. In the past, timing used to be an issue. I've got to have it now. I've got to have it now. I've got to have it now. I I would have looked it up in three seconds. But there's no rush. Yeah, well, I I was going to prove to me again that I could be led by the Holy Spirit. Amen. I went several hours. Good. And then that evening when Sally and I, the last thing we do at Mom. night, we watch we watch uh, a video, a spiritual Preaching. video, and it's really good. Preaching. And so uh, uh, last thing, that's the last thing that goes in our ears and our eyes before we go to bed. We turn it off and go to bed. And so uh, it was in, in the middle of that, and all of a sudden, his last name just came popping up. Yep. It came, I mean, I wasn't thinking See, about it. glory to God. I wasn't thinking about the, the job that we were talking about having him do or anything. It Thank just you, came Lord. up. Thank and you, I Lord. knew then that my obedience is what brought that. That's right. So, Amen. But that came from doing number one, doing number two, mm. and then moving into doing more number three. And this is not performance. No. It's it, it's obedience. You want to do these things once you do it. It's not like I got to do one, two, three, four. We're just explaining it in this way, but it's not about, okay, it's not about performance. It's not about our performance. God has already done everything. When we obey these things, we put ourselves in position to receive. See, here's, here's the reason why I like that definition of grace. Brother Copeland tweeted and she retweeted when it says, here is the good stuff. Yeah. that I have to give you. Yeah. Here is the good stuff, and that's everything in life. It's all stored up in our personal account. Here's the good stuff yes. that I have to give you, and then faith says, thank you, I'll take it. But Amen. we got to implement that and take out natural thoughts. We can't have, let fa- him we do won't it. have faith if we have natural thoughts contaminating. It's not faith. Okay. Okay, see y'all soon. Thank you, Dad. Thank have you, Dad. a great